0: Welcome to the best of both worlds. We're your host Darrell and Tracy Briscoe. So excited to have you guys back on the show with us today. Episode two, uh, again, on the show, the best of both worlds, we talk about a variety of different topics and issues that we have experience in, education in. Just, we love that we have a passion for topics like faith and marriage and children, friendship, leadership, and, and ministry. Um, so we're so glad that you can join us on another episode again We talked about this in episode one. One of the things that we really want to do, we want to interview folks. We want to get people on the show and and get their perspective. You know, I think it's super important just to get insights and experience um, from other perspectives. And so we are so excited to have on the show the lovely, the talented, my sister, Keandra, you and she's in the building. Keandra, what's going on, girl?
1: You know what? I'm just happy to be here.
0: Oh, good. So excited to have my beautiful, amazing sister here. My beautiful wife is right next to me. How are you doing, girl?
2: Doing great.
0: All right. All right. Um, we have a lot of stuff to cover, a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, with Kiki, uh, want to do a quick introduction. Um, if you don't know her, she is legendary. She was in ministry for uh, 12 years. Okay. Wait, how long were you in ministry again?
1: I was in full-time campus ministry for a few years. Okay. Um, and then, you know, I've just dibbled and dabbled. You know, I'm a Dibble minister everywhere I go. And, you know what I'm and saying? And
0: <laughs> what you, what you, what you working on? Tell the people what you're working on.
1: I was working with inner city youth for okay. about four and a half, five years. Um, I also was very involved in my church, leading a small group, helping with the young professionals. You know, I just do what I do.
0: That's what's up. Um, we've been living with Kiki since 2015. Um, Too she gonna long. talk to you a little bit about <laughs> uh, She's gonna talk to you a little bit about uh that and, 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 and a bit of that story and uh w- the why behind it. I just so excited. Gosh, a lot of folks uh are talking about I wanna hear your insights first. We'll get into Hope, we'll get into Jesus, we'll get into your story. But a lot of folks are talking about Black Panther, um, the movie, what is the the, the significance of it, un- Grossed to 192 million first weekend. I just wanna hear real quick your thoughts. You've seen it, correct?
1: Yes. And, and I just
0: want to hear just your thoughts on it and uh, the movie and everything you, uh, you've you been checking out and liking it. And so, yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts.
1: <laughs> All I can say is Wakanda forever. Oh, and anyone yeah. who's seen the movie, Wakanda. you know I got my arms up hey. on my chest. <laughs> hey, I
2: just want y'all to know I took the test and I came out as Nakia. Yeah,
1: okay. I yeah, see you.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think I'm the little sister, you know?
0: Why do you like it so much?
1: I just love, I loved everything about it. It was just beautiful. I love just seeing all those black people on the screen. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> no, seriously, I loved the strength of the women in that movie. Mm. So often, you know, women aren't depicted that way. They were still very feminine, but they were strong and they were confident. <clears throat> and the men were able to let them have their place. Right. There was no, like, oh, I'm intimidated about these women. Yes, there was equality, and I just loved it. It was like, don't step to these women. And um, I'm like, I'm going to be them when I grow up.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I saw a tweet uh, by this cat named Matthew Cherry. He was saying that Black Panther, to him, means that kids and, and young black kids everywhere will see themselves as heroes capable of leading their own narrative. Mm -hmm. I just think that that was, that was so cool to be able to see themselves represented as powerful, intelligent, uh, dynamic characters. I thought that was pretty a profound thing. And so, um, I I loved it. I mean, I think, you know, growing up for me, you know, you love Spider-Man, you love Superman, you love all that stuff, but it's like, you know, being able to have a hero that looks like you is so significant. You know what I'm saying? And so, no, I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. You know, obviously, folks who know Keandra know that she is um, just a champion of hope. Um, Mm -hmm. One of those people that when it comes to the concept of hope, uh, you want someone like her talking about it because she has lived through. One of the things that I love about Keandra Mm -hmm. um, is how she has through time and time again, situation, situation, circumstance, and circumstance. There's this buoyancy to Keandra that is remarkable, I, I, and I believe that that's it's because it's anchored in hope, mm-hmm. uh, a hope in Jesus. And there's just in this incredible buoyancy. There have been so many times, and, and Dr. King talks about this in, in a speech. He talks about um, it was a uh, oh, you know, it was a speech with the four little girls who were um, killed in the mm-hmm. the, the bombing. Uh, at Birmingham 1963 and he said that God has the ability to uh, uh, transform uh, mountains of despair into a stone of hope yes uh, to, to 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 be able to uh, experience the buoyancy of hope that's what God gives us the ability to do and and I, and I think one thing that characterizes Kiki to me is again someone who is just buoyant. With a, you think of buoyancy, like it's like a, like I think like a beach ball. You know what I'm saying? Like in the ocean, you do, you're pushing it down, yeah. you're pushing down, mm-hmm. you're pushing down. It it just does not stay down. There's just this buoyancy. There's this force that keeps it up, and and that's one of the things I love about her. That's one of the things that I have grown spiritually being around her. Um, and and again, that buoyancy is from a perspective. A perspective on Jesus uh, that she has. And so that's just one thing things I love about my sister. Uh, Tracy, what was what, one of
2: the things that you just love about Kiki? Um, gosh, there's so much. Um, Kendra and I were roommates before I got married. And so we have a long history um, and definitely is a loyal, trustworthy person. Um, But in regards to how she lives with hope, Kendra is just one of those people that I've watched her go through life and some very hard, hard things. Mm -hmm. And um, I've seen her cling to the promises of God. And I think that's what gives her her buoyancy is because, I mean, Mm -hmm. I watch her day in and day out go and seek her father and, whether it's you know each different seasons look different um in terms of what that looks like and what she does um obviously i don't know the intimacy of it because i'm, I'm veer- viewing it from afar but even as a friend um when i've walked through hard things or when i have things i'm wrestling with and i talk to her as a friend if there's one thing I know I'm going to get from Kendra, it's not going to be always her opinion or her feelings on the situation. But she's always going to point me to truth. And I just really appreciate that. I think that's um, probably what Durell means by us growing spiritually, just being around her. Because she will remind you of the promises of God. Right. when,
0: Yeah, very true.
2: When you just can mm. be trapped in your emotions or your pain. Um, or your situation, and, and, and she, you need someone in your life like that to remind you of truth, um, to get you thinking right again. And so um, that's probably one of the, her trustworthiness and her ability to, to point you to truth is, is, gosh, there's so many, so I can't even say it. it's like the top. So, Kendra, um, as we just share about what we love about you, one of the things that marks you is hope. And so what is it, tell the audience, what is it that got you so focused on hope?
1: Wow, this is so interesting because this journey uh, with hope actually began when we were roommates. So as Tracy mentioned, we were roommates before she got married. And that particular year when she got engaged um, was the first time that I had felt down when one of my friends got engaged and I didn't know what to do with these feelings. I just felt a lot of sadness. Mm. Um, and I didn't know if it was jealousy. I didn't know what it was. This was just all new for me. And so really through a course of different events, I, I really discovered that I was really struggling with hopelessness and despair in this area regarding a marriage. And so that's where my journey began. Um, Around the same time, Lynette Lewis wrote a book called Remember the Roses. And that book has marked my life. And she spoke a lot about hope. And that's really where that was birthed.
2: So, Kendra, what would you say um, is some of the key things you've learned through singleness as you've learned to maneuver through this season of life you're in?
1: Well, I've learned that I have to choose hope every day. It's not a one-time thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember Lynette Lewis saying, hope is a choice, it's not a feeling. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so for a long time, I was really being led by my feelings, my emotions, and there, the day had to come when I had to make a decision, are you going to believe the promises of God? Mm-hmm. And it's not an easy thing. Some days I believe them, and some days I don't feel like I do. Mm-hmm. But when I was 21 years old, I did get a prophetic word about my husband. And at the time when I got that word, it it didn't seem very relevant to me because I wasn't in a place in my heart Mm -hmm. where I was just really desiring that. But now I know that God was giving me that back then to hold on to right now. And so I just had to make a decision that are you going to believe what God said or are you going to believe just what you see, yeah. And so that's where faith and hope come in.
2: That's great. Um, so any single man out there, yeah, listening, wake up, wake up, because she's a winner. Um, <laughs> come on, yeah. I mean. We just can't say enough good things about her and just the wife and mom that she's going to be. And so we're excited mm-hmm. in believing that we're going to see that season come to fruition from our home to her husband's home. Um, no more roommates in between. Amen. Um, so, uh, so Kiki, I know that uh, Hope has layers for you. Um, tell the audience a little bit about Uh, just with your, um, your sickness you've walked through and just the layer of hope that you've had to cling through even with your health.
1: Alrighty, you guys buckle up. (laughs) So um, in 2006, I was diagnosed with a rare autoimmune condition. Um, Totally came out of nowhere. And Things seemed to be going really well for me until I moved to Florida. I am a native Texan, very proud of yeah, it. Texas. Texas. Hey. Texas forever.
0: Can I have been adopted Texan since I went to Texas A&M?
1: And all the Texans said, no, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> sure, we'll take you. Okay. I'm just kidding. Right. But anyway, I moved to Florida for a job in 2009. And probably two years after being there, some of my symptoms returned. And I just was so afraid. Mm -hmm. I did not want to endure what I had before. But in 2014, my health just went completely downhill. I had to stop working. Um, That's actually when I moved in with Tracy and Darrell. I didn't work for 20 months approximately. So almost two years. Mm -hmm. And it was a really, really tough time. Mm But it was in those moments that what God deposited in me regarding hope about my singleness, I had to apply to this area as well. I know what God's word says about healing, but that's not what's happening in my body. And so I had to make a decision that I was going to believe the promises of God. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I heard some pastors say was that when what we see doesn't match what God said, then that means that the things we see are subject to change. Right. And so each day I had to just declare that the things I see are subject to change. Mm-hmm. And I call them my two H's, my healing and my husband. <laughs> Those right. are the areas where my hope is attacked and I have to fight to have hope. It's not like I'm just some, Oh, she's just so full of hope. It is a fight.
0: Yeah. How, how do you stay hopeful? I mean, you know, you know, as you, um, you talked about your, your, your sickness and what's been going on, it's been this constant chronic, but but how do you day in, day out, when you do feel attacked, when you do feel um, stretched and, and, and filled with despair, what are some key things that you do uh, that gets you on, get, 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 it keeps you hopeful you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, I love that hopeful, yeah. Hope, you know what I'm So what? What do you do to, to 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 fill up your cup? You know,
1: that's good. So um, my hope tank can definitely get low. So I am constantly trying to refill it. Um, one of the things that happened when Tracy and Darrell got engaged, and I was dealing with my first wave of hopelessness, is I remember God showing me this picture of a battle. And I'm not really a battle girl. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of like pretty annoyed with the Lord, honestly. Like, okay, what are you trying to tell me? But basically, I felt like God showed me this picture of a battle. And he said, "Kendra, I want you to imagine that two the two opposing sides show up to battle. And what if one of them had no weapons? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, duh. <laughs> the one without weapons is going to lose. And I felt like God used that to to tell me why are you showing up to this war against hopelessness with no weapons? And I've given you your weapons and you're not using them. Mm-hmm. And so what I did then that I continue to do is I looked up every verse that I could find on hope. And the Bible says that the word is a weapon. it's our It's our sword. And so... I just began to use my sword. I began to memorize these verses. Against all hope, Abraham in hope believed. May the God of hope fill you with joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm. Hope that is seen is not hope at all for who hopes for what they already see. And so I just began to, that's what I do. Yeah. Honestly, I had to do that just today because I was hit with hopelessness on yesterday. And I just went through all my verses, and I just began to say them out loud and to clear them and just fill myself back up again. with the ch- At the end of the day, it's not about my health or it's not necessarily about my husband. It's really about my hope. hope. Mm-hmm. And I just read something today um, from Bill Johnson that really— Yes, from Bethel, yeah, Uncle Bill. You know, I actually saw it on Instagram. His daughter in law, Jen Johnson, posted it. Oh, I didn't know that was his daughter. Yes, Yes. you know she sings. And so one of the things that he says, I
0: should have put that together. Jen Johnson, you know she's Bethel.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Dookie. (laughs) Um. Anyway, he said, "Anything in my life without hope is under the influence of a lie." And I love that sure, because I have true. to basically get back to what's the truth and what's a lie. Right. And so the lie is this never going to happen for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're never going to get right. married. You're never going to get healed. You're always going to deal with this. And so I have to silence the lies with the truth because the only – when you think about Jesus, when he was tempted and he was in the wilderness – he fought back with the truth, right. and so that's what I have to declare. Love that quote of the word. Yes, mm-hmm. it is written. It is written, mm-hmm. and so the Bible says that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things yes. not seen. Right. And so it's I've good. had to realize that faith and hope go hand in hand. Right. If I'm not hoping for anything, mm. then I'm not. I'm not utilizing my faith. Right. And so, my husband, I don't see him. I don't see prospects. Mm. My healing, I don't see it all the time And so I have to make a choice in that moment. do you walk by faith or do you walk by sight? Mm-hmm. And the struggle is definitely real because <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. what I see is so like mm. it's just blaring like mm-hmm. so mm.
0: but what that's one of the things that you just said that but the str- you know the struggle is real but I feel like in the struggle though, it's, 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 it enables you to really gain that conviction yeah. that in God's promises, you know it's what I'm true. saying? Like you, like, you're not going to hold on to God promises that everything is just rosy and dandy. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so it's, it, it's the, you know, the struggle and the battle it's in that where we, you know, even though we may not be excited to be in it, we should rejoice because It's where our conviction and our faith is being defined, hardened, battle-tested. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: You know, what? one of the verses that I memorized that no one wants to really think about, but it says that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not disappoint. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I was really breaking down that verse, Mm -hmm. hope began with suffering. We don't want the suffering part. I want the hope. (laughs) Give me the hope that doesn't Mm -hmm. disappoint. But it's through the suffering that God really has developed this perseverance inside of me and developed my character. And that's where hope comes from. Mm. And so.
0: I I love that because, I mean, hope is such a it's such a fun little thing to put on our Instagram post or or, or to, to, you know, some little, you know, nice little craft and hobby lobby that you get. But I love that. What's what what's comes before that is the suffering Mm -hmm. and and you know I think a lot of it is just perspective like and Stephen Furry talks a lot about this Mm -hmm. about you know what if your problem and your issue your circumstance suffering is actually a blessing in Mm -hmm. disguise um because of what it's producing inside of you exactly that is going to enable you to be buoyant and resilient it's true. In the next you don't battle.
1: Right. And perspective is so key to all of it. Because in those moments, I have a decision to focus on what's not taking place right. or I can remember what God's done. Right. And my friend texted today and she was talking about spiritual amnesia or just amnesia in general. I remember when I would read through the Old Testament and you read about the Israelites and you're like, man, what's wrong with them? Don't they remember what God did? He just gave them manna. He parted the Red Sea and they're still complaining, but it's so easy for all of us. But when I, I love journaling. That's something that's really therapeutic for me as well. Mm -hmm. And it's helpful in these moments to look back and remember what God has done. And so during that time when I was really sick, I couldn't work. God provided for me. Right. In amazing ways. Right. And I can look back and remember, if God did that, I don't have to worry about this area. Right. Mm. I know that he's going to be faithful like he always has been. And so. Mm.
0: Love that. love that. What's a book? I'm just curious. What's a book you've read in the last year that has uh, ha- left a profound impact on you? What's What's something that, you know, on, on your shelf you keep coming back to, you keep thinking about. Uh, that would be good for our audience to pick up on Amazon.
1: Come on. <laughs> that, that, that
0: specifically helped you in this area when it comes to hope and staying hope-filled.
1: right. Well, I mentioned this book earlier. Um, it's by Lynette Lewis. It's called remember the roses. And um, that is a book that I read for the first time in 2012. And I've read it again and again and again. I've also given away copies And she really just talks about when you're waiting for one dream, dream another dream. And she really talks about hope and believing and trusting God. And so that is a book that I just go back to time and time again. And and there's a voice that she has in this area because she didn't get married till she was 42 years old. Mm. And so she can speak with a conviction and a compassion. Um, that some people just can't. And so I love her story and it always just inspires me and motivates me to to keep going.
0: So that's a good book to pick up. Yes, Remember, Remember the, the roses. roses. Remember the Roses. Lynette Lewis. Yeah. Man, hopefully she listens to this. You know, she can share this on her page. You know what I'm saying? She got a lot of followers. So, <laughs> listen. So if you know, her, tell her we talked about her. This boy about, trying, about to, get trying to get some followers. Followers, man, I gotta get that brand up. <laughs> man, that's so cool. well Let's, um, you know, at the end of every segment, I would like to do a little something called words of encouragement. Just kind of some practical things that um we wanna share with our audience uh and so just kiandra just our special guest woman of god uh mighty deborah in the land just uh, just what's some um some things you got going on floating in your head when it comes to encouragement that you want to leave with our audience today
1: well i want to leave you with four tips that have helped me um not lose hope and so the first one is I talked about already, but you have to choose hope. Mm. It is a choice. Yes. Yes, it is not a feeling. Don't wait to feel hopeful. Choose hope. And then the second one is to speak hope. Mm. So the words of your mouth, the Bible says that the power of life and death is in our tongue. So make sure that you are speaking words of hope. And then thirdly, you have to cling to hope. Mm. Okay. It's not something that just... Oh, I got this hope thing going one day and it just stuck. No, hope is an anchor, but you have to cling on to that anchor. And so, Mm. um, cling to hope. Don't let it go. Mm -hmm. Don't let some, don't let the enemy just come and snatch your hope from you. No. And then the last thing is surround yourself with what I like to call other hopesters. You need to have Mm. people around you. That hope, you don't need... That?
0: That's like hipster?
1: <laughs> it's just someone who's going to hope no matter what. Right. Okay, I like that. And so if you don't have people like that in your life, then you're not going to be hopeful. You're going to be negative. You're going to be down. You're yeah. going to be discouraged. So those are the things that I would, I would love to encourage you in and to just remember that, like I said before, then when what you see doesn't match what God said, then you just need to know that the things you see are subject to change. And that's what hope is. It's the confidence that things can and will change. So have hope. Don't give it up. I'm never giving up my hope. I'm never giving up my hope. I'm never giving up my hope. I'm never giving. I'm never giving. Don't you give it up. Wow, yeah, y'all didn't know
0: she is an incredible singer as well. Um I have always tried to harmonize with her, but for some Whee! reason she doesn't think that I have the ability to do that. And so um
1: This is the real I'm my I'm not nasally, man.
0: I got I'm working on my one of nasals, boy. Okay, okay, Tracy. <laughs> 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 okay, a uh, uh, word of encouragement for beautiful Miss Briscoe.
2: Okay, well, I just I want to glean from Kendra's life, and um, as we mentioned at the beginning of the con- uh, podcast, Kendra lives with us, and we're about to have our fourth baby. And if I've seen Kendra do one thing, it has to to just continue to pour out in her season. She's been, even though it was hard for her during mm-hmm. our engagement. Um, Kendra never let what she was going through mm-hmm. stop her from celebrating the Love season that, of life that I was in, um, from hosting showers to, you know, just really being engaged and being able to be real with where, we, where she was. But, um, I knew that it had, she was genuinely celebrating me and excited for me. And the same has been true in this season as we've, continue to have babies and um you know each time that's just a reminder to Kendra of that she's not married and, and you know it just makes you feel behind and 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 she's um honest with where she's at but yet i see her um pick herself up and cling to god's promises and continue to love our family and serve our family and love our children i mean she Loves She may not have her own children, and that is a desperate desire of hers right now in this season. But she does not let it stop her from loving and teaching and investing in our kids. And I've just seen her continue to invest in her friendships and other areas, um, the way that she serves her community. And um, just because these two areas with her health and and, um, her husband have not uh, panned out the way that she's wanted them to and in the time that she's wanted them to she hasn't stopped living in other areas she's continued to pursue her dreams continue to pursue friendships and adventure and um, and I just think that's that's the fruit of hope is mm. because if she if she sat around living hopeless one she wouldn't be very fun to live with <laughs> um, and I'm thankful that you know she's not like that. But two, um, she wouldn't be able to celebrate others and live other amazing um, areas in her life that God's doing in her and through her. And so I just want to encourage you, if you're listening and you find yourself in a hopeless situation, whatever it is, is find other ways. And and I believe that's um, a big part of Lynette Lewis's message um, because she's dealt with you know, not just singleness, but other hopeless situations. And, um, I just remember her sharing one time is find other ways to, um, invest in other dreams that you have. If one dream's not being fulfilled Mm, right now, pursue other dreams and don't put your, your life on hold because one thing Mm, is failing or mm. or not happening for you. There's so many other things that God has for us. And, um, so I just want to encourage you with that is, really perspective it all of us deal with hopelessness um Damn. and when we seek jesus he's the the perfecter of of faith and hope mm-hmm. and he will change your perspective and help you see differently and remind you of what you have to be thankful for and um encourage you to keep, keep having hope
0: i love that i love that babe thank you so much for that so good um I'm going to leave you with a quote. Uh, uh, I, I talked about what Dr. King said in 1963 when the four little uh, girls were um, uh, died in, a, in in a church in Sunday school, um, and um, you know I want to want to share this with you. It's, it, he said this. He said in response to those four little girls uh, dying in the 16th Street Baptist Church in Birmingham. He said, "Now I say to you in conclusion, life is hard at times, as hard as crucible steel." It has its bleak and difficult moments. Like the ever-flowing waters of the river, life has its moments of drought and its moments of flood. Like the ever-changing cycle of the seasons, life has the soothing warmth of its summers and the piercing chills of its winters. And if one will only hold on, one will discover that God walks with him and that God is able to lift you from the fatigue of despair to the buoyancy of hope and transform dark and desolate valleys into sunlit passes. Of inner peace. And I, I just love that. I, the, I love that God is able to lift. You know, we love, so many folks know that scripture, Isaiah chapter 40, uh, verse 28 uh, through through uh, 31. And it says, He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Even youths will become weak and tired, and young men will fall in exhaustion. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. And so I love that. I just want to encourage you. As we wrap this thing up, God is able to live. God is That's able right. to give power. That's God again. is able to help you find new strength in your season of weakness. So we love you guys. We are uh, so, so thankful that you joined us again for another another episode of the best of both worlds. We'll be back in a couple weeks. Uh gonna be jumping into some cool stuff. Not gonna tell you what it is because you know things might be subject to change. <laughs> you know I'm, I'm gotta get, get my agenda to get my schedule right. We love y'all, man. It's been so great having you guys. Hope you guys are doing well. We're praying for you. I appreciate y'all being here, listening, being on this journey with us. You guys are incredible. Later, y'all.